Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we're going to be covering some of the stuff we've missed after doing uh, back-to-back-to-back 4.4 related shows over the past several weeks. There's a couple of interviews with some talking points that we're going to be hitting on today, but don't expect it to be as long a show as the previous weeks, unless we do our usual thing, that is. <laughs> Alright, uh, I am uh, one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pobrom, of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Did I say that twice? A.k.a. You, my boy Blue. I was reading the thing that you posted, and I lost track of where I was in the intro. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been it's been another busy week of Maple Story 2 and Final Fantasy 14 and maps that don't agree with me in 14 and maps that don't agree with me in Maple Story 2. So everything's just maps. Maps hate maps. me. I can't get to the. I can't get past the fifth invocation. It's been like four hundred maps at this point. I just want the Invoker of Gods title, Sly. Yeah, I need to. I need to do more maps. Nobody does maps. I wish. I really wish we could do maps cross server. That would really help. One day. One day. Might have the. Why not those mega servers? One day. You never know. Really soon. Mm. I mean, wait. No one. No one said that, but. You know, one, you know, it's expansion coming up. You never know what could happen, but, uh, how, how has your week been, Sly? How are you taking your loss last week? Um, better. It was better than the previous loss. Like, closer. Okay. But you, but unfortunately you don't get to wear the belt. That's the biggest loss. You say, unfortunately, like it's. No, I'm good. You can have it. No, have no, it. you you you'll win it one day, slime, and you can wear it. No, you know no, what? You you can good. win it in the not the next air Zivia, but the one that comes after four point five. Uh, when we do, because then you can wear it till the next expansion comes out. Why would I want to do that? Because that's when you'll be playing the least, and no one will see it. <laughs> well, true, true. There you go. There see, you go. yeah. See, I'm on your side here. Glad you are. Ah, of course I am. Sly, I always got your back. But anyway, speaking of that, uh, before we get on to some of the interviews, one I believe comes out of uh, Korea, because they did have a producer live letter not too long ago, and there's a couple of interviews that came out of there, although I could only find one, uh, and also one from Final Land. Um, quick little reminder, Sly, we are uh, only 30 days away from FanFest at this point. Yes, we are. We are. A lot of people are counting down at this point. Um, like Sly. Three days away from FanFest. It's going to be crazy. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it is going to be crazy. Dude, we get to fight Yojimbo. That's what I'm looking forward to. Don't yeah, about I Jimmy. get to fight Jimmy. An old Jimmy. Again, yeah. to be fair, we have fought him. You know, just because I don't do Kugane, Kugane uh, Tower or Kugane there Castle. There better anymore. be a shirt. That's all I'm saying. There better be a shirt. Or, 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 uh, or a gill pouch. Be fitting for him to have a gill pouch. A gill pouch. Just give me Who's a fanny. That? Just give me a fanny pack to to pay Yojimbo out of the Yojimbo fanny pack. Right. It's all right. That's but all. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready. 
ready for all the uh not even the the con things it's just what you do outside of the con is Sly, this is on you because I don't go to Vegas and do anything when I go to the conventions. I'm at the convention. No, no, no. It's not even. It's not even like Vegas shit. It's just meeting up with friends, doing what, whatever, and like. We'll Sly, probably- Sly, I've seen you with a drink in your hand. I know, I know it could get pretty crazy. Okay, I've mm. seen, I've seen, I've seen the the long bottle hanging from your neck like half the other people in Las Vegas. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen that thing just go away. Okay. But if you get, I, but if you, I, you having a good time is all I'm saying. Down at the Hooters. Maybe. You're not going there. I'm not going there. So you're not going to get me there. We'll get him there. No, you won't. It's literally <laughs> impossible. He says impossible. Okay. Right. Fly, what power do you have to get me there? You know, I could, you know, just say, um, why would I tell you my plan? No, no. I didn't say tell me what your plan. I said, what power do you have? Um, maybe not me, but nobody uh, has the power. Of persuasion, really? No, nobody? no, nobody has the power. So you went, you wouldn't go with me to Hooters to get some beer and wings and watch football. Why would I go to Hooters for that when I could go to some place that has real beer and wings? Okay, name a place. I don't any place else. <laughs> it's this wonderful place called Jeez. anywhere else. <laughs> anywhere else. I haven't seen them on Yelp. Uh, what's their what's their ratings looking like? Uh, anywhere from one to five stars, depending on where that anywhere is. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's gonna be. We got big times. I mean, we'll find out if Shadowbringers is the real title. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get like the first minute and a half trailer. You know, because we don't get the full trailer. It's not ready by then. We get the concert, which I'm actually really looking forward to after this last patch. Because if they don't perform a few songs, including O11, I'm going to be very upset if the other regions get O11 or anything like that. <laughs> Sly, no. I want to hear, no. hear the lyrics live. I want to hear gonna, it. Gonna, you're going to be able to interpret them as well as we can interpret them now. True. Still. You're going to have people with signs with the lyrics. Holding them up, see if Sokin knows. I wonder if anyone's gonna ask Sokin about that. Have you heard people's fan translations of your of your oh lyrics? God. Oh god. He'll be alright. I'm sure he, I'm sure he'd enjoy it. I, I I hope this is part of me hoping that Sokin doesn't watch or somebody hasn't gotten this to him of my fan translation. Oh no, your fan translation's the one I hope he does see. Oh god. There you go. Yeah, I hear ancient egg rolls in there, too, and he says ancient echoes. I always hear ancient egg rolls. I know it's ancient echoes, though. So that's that's one that's not that doesn't confuse me as much. But yeah, we we got we got some we got some good. Oh, yeah. Live letter. I don't I guess it looks like we won't have a live letter before then. It's kind of disappointing because it's a pretty long time between live letters, which is uh, unusual because we normally have one before the point five patch comes out. And Pyros, they said, would be just over a month. And I think we're we're almost we're at the month mark now, so it's got to be, I guess, six weeks. I'd, I'd have to imagine it's coming in, in like two weeks from today, but we haven't gotten anything yet. You think so? Well, they said what Yoshi P said. I don't remember where it was. I'd have to look for the source. It might actually be in um, one. Actually, it might be in one of these interviews. I don't know. Um, so that'd be the 30th. 
Yeah, it'd have to be somewhere somewhere soon because I can't I don't want to imagine Pyros taking till after FanFest. Like I remember what happened with Pagos, and I just don't want to imagine it taking until that point. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, we're on the fifth lockout, so it's been exactly four weeks since the patch today. Right. So we're on our fifth our fifth um reset, pretty much. Going into week five, so uh, it would have to be at the earliest that, you know, two weeks from today. And then if it's not two weeks from today, honestly, I don't think it will be till after FanFest. I just don't want to imagine that, just especially after the comment that was made. So, right. <sighs> don't get me wrong. It's Eureka. I guess I don't really care when it comes, but. You're, you're not excited about finishing Eureka? You're excited about. I hope method? this one has some good story cutscenes because the, the, the drip feed of the story for Eureka is not doing it for me. I don't care about taking, like, four quests to go look at a drained crystal or something like that, and then one quester goes, I am Eureka! And it's like, okay. Yeah, we get Fire Zuzu. All of that. Can it not be a Zuzu? No, There's it only has to be. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. What else, what else would you... What else would you... It's okay. actual goddamn name. No. Pazuzu, like, Snow Zuzu, Fire Snoo Snoo, and then, or Zuzu. Snoo Snoo is what I call the other one. Pyro Zuzu. There's only one Zuzu. No, they're all Zuz. We're making them Zuzus. It's unavoidable. It's okay. It's all right. You'll, you'll catch up at some point. It's fine. It's okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, so with that, uh, we do want to talk about some of the recent interviews that have uh, popped up. Uh, there's more, but I had trouble finding them. So I, I've, I'm, I'll leave the floor open if somebody else has one that we don't end up talking about today. Because I feel like there was one in particular I really wanted to include. But when I was looking back through my my uh, the inter well the interviews that I, I kind of archived, I realized I was like, wait, I feel like there's one missing from here. I don't know why. It just feels like there's one missing. Oops. I sent. I don't know. That's the thing. I feel like it's another one that came out of Korea, other than the one I I sent you. But I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, the first Korean one we have here, uh, interview with Naki Yoshida for you know producer and director. You know, talking about the difference in uh, demands between the global and the Final Fantasy fourteen Korean communities. Uh, this actually is not so much about that. I feel like the answer, but there's something very interesting culturally. Something that we've spoken about before. That comes up from mm -hmm. this question, um, and it's kind of the the whole gist of Yoshida's point, where um, he says, you know, North America has by far the largest population of Final Fantasy XIV. So we've known that for quite some time. Uh, login server traffic, um, and then he even openly says that many adventures spend about two months on new content, and then once they're done with that, they play other games until the next major patch. So that's a pretty open narrative to the way he calls it. Also efficient. Which is interesting, because when it comes to an MMO, efficiency is actually, like, the number one thing people look at, which is why we have stuff like, you know, the speedrunning mentality or, you know, the, the super meta tent, uh, mentality that kind of takes people over. But it, efficient in an MMO means you generally play less after you've, if, after you've figured something out efficiently. So we, we've brought this up before. It's, it's, still eerily, it's still a little bit eerie as much as it is relatable that he's so okay with that whole stop playing after two months and then 
come back kind of thing? Uh, it's just the uh, the void of content. I mean, it, it's natural. Why would... I mean, it, if your love of the game goes beyond the void, then by all means, play. But, you know, if there's nothing, you have no rooting interest at that point, then, yeah, by all means, go do something else. Have the time. I agree with that. It's just it's it's still weird to to design an MMO and be okay with that because generally with MMOs where you have monthly subscriptions, you know, you you don't want there to ever be that void. But he's right. like still he's always I'm, again I, I I agree with this. It, it's good for me. I enjoy that I can play the game like this. But it is still a weird thing to kind of get used to every time he talks about people stepping away from the game for a period of time and then coming back to it. I think the idea. I think he's okay with it because they come back in in the end. Now, let me ask you about this. Like you you've gotten through. You've gotten through Alphascape. Are you feeling that void right now? I have other see the thing is, I don't ever feel the void because I don't think about it. Like I think about it when we when we do these shows and it comes up. And maybe when somebody asks me, like directly. But other than that, okay. I fill those voids with other things. Like I filled it with Eleven earlier this year. Eleven has its anniversary coming up next month, as a matter of fact, so I'll probably revisit it then. You know, I've had Maple Story 2. With that, I had Octopath Traveler before that. You know, I had Dragon Quest XI before, you know, with that as well. So, like, I, I feel it. I just don't think about it. It's just from a design perspective, you'd almost imagine that they almost wouldn't, they wouldn't want that void to exist. And being okay with that void almost is like, you know, not doing business optimally, almost. As much as I like it, it's just weird to see, hey, pay us under- monthly, but leave occasionally, you know? I think it's the understanding of the business model. Honestly, um, knowing where they stand, knowing how content you know shapes out, and knowing you know, hey, we're we're going we're going to lose we're going to lose um popu- player population in these times. Um, yeah, it's it's just an understanding of their business model that I guess they created, like they know themselves. Hey, people! I have people I say who like, nah, I'm done. Like, there's always a patch that brings it back every time. Yeah, and I guess that's that's where they're. Uh, they put their money where their mouth is. Be like, oh, oh, that's you unsubscribed. <laughs> well, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Oh, there was no raid content. Well, now there is. So here you go, buddy. Oh, two months again. I'll get those two months whenever, whenever it applies, buddy. So yeah, um, I, it's, it's always an interesting point to me. Uh, that's only the first of the cultural things that Yoshida brings up on that question, though. Um, the other thing is, uh, it's actually also interesting. The Korean version just plays regardless of when the major updates are. Apparently it's far more common for them to just stay subscribed the whole time, Hmm. which honestly with how saturated MMOs are in Korea, like don't get me wrong. The West has a fair share of MMOs, but Korea is like an MMO ocean. Even if a lot of them come and go in like a month, like they get developed, they're popular for a month and then. They dissipate into into the the void, their own void. It's just it's it's weird to me that there's this this consistent comfort with the Korean version that keeps people far more consistently than the West does. I suppose. Yeah, it's like you said. They they have a lot. They um, and we we get that too. We get some of what Korea gets, and we we go through the same thing too. Uh, less uh, blade and soul to name a few. <laughs> yeah, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I I see the way you're looking at me, Sly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, 
All right, all right. I, I, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. I'm going to move on from that point now. <laughs> I can see the smile on your face, and I know where this conversation goes if I leave it. So, um, And then they bring up uh, China, and this, this I actually thought was, was super interesting. Chinese players do not use the duty finder. They just don't. So they actually party up. He said that they found a bug in the party finder they never would have discovered on the global server because in China, there were 5,000 listings on the party finder at that time. If you Imagine if you opened your party finder on Primal and there were 5,000 listings. I would feel good about that. Yay. You kind of would, yeah. Yeah, right, because party finder right now is so fucking dry, dude. But, I mean, keep in mind that they're making, apparently, it's everything. If you want to do Sastasha, you find it in the Party Finder. If you want to do, like, Wondrous Tales, you'll find that there. If you want to do Cape Westwind, you will Party Find. Like, they're Party Finder in Cape Westwind. Like, consistently. Just that's why people are getting it for duty funders for uh for their dailies. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Everything yeah. possible that you can do in the duty finder, they're searching for it in the party finder. Five thousand listings. That's insane. It would be really cool though if if we if we did see that on ours, it will never happen, but it would never fucking happen because we are too goddamn lazy. You know what? You know what I almost feel. Even here's the thing. Even if you wanted to do a roulette, no one's. They're just party findering the roulette. They're never gonna. They're never like. Oh, think about this though. With like the MSQ roulette, the only people going in are the people who join that party finder. You always get eight people that want to do that MSQ roulette. You never have that one person who's like, "Why did I make this decision?" After they've made that decision, <laughs> like, yeah, I'll just do it once. The guy's like, "No, I'm in." I'm in right now. So that's that's another thing to consider. I don't know. I find Not all even of a that... fucking trial? Like they're 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 party finding trials. Trial roulettes. Everything. There almost nobody uses the duty finder in China. They must hate fucking Literally, this last thing, we do not know if it's simply based on their cultural background or not, but it is notable how they do not use the duty finder as soon as they hit level 15. The first dungeon they have unlocked, they're like into the party finder. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that feels weird. Yeah, because it's I so mean, different. It's different. And like again, they must really fucking hate cues. I mean, I guess they'd yeah. rather go in with the full party and not get the queue, but take, you know, because it could take time to find four people for like a Sestasha in the party finder still. Right. You could right. you could set that up as a as a DPS and it's still like three other people have to join you. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if there's ever a point where they just give up. They go, well we have three, let's take our chances still. But there's five thousand list that's nuts. That's just crazy for me that there's five thousand li- there was five thousand listings at one point. That's just so surreal to me. Just imagining it. Never. We we will never be able to see how that feels. Dude, I want to go to Have China it. and just watch someone log in and just look at the party finder. Like, just go to a cafe and just... Yeah. 
Honestly, I kind of just, I would love to just go to a cafe and see someone who's playing 14 and watch them do something in the party finder. And then still say that the, that the group was shit. But, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Same, same problems. You're just not, a get, different they're not getting point. past that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that was, as much as it was interesting, it's, uh, he doesn't even talk about the demands of the community. It's just the way that they play the game. But it's still always an interesting talking point. Oh, yeah. Next is also an interesting one. 14 has often been compared to World of Warcraft. Statistically no. speaking. <laughs> I know, right? It's hard to believe, right? Hard to, hard to believe, right? Uh, statistically speaking, how close are we to WoW? And um, at this point, so we've actually known this for a long time. Soken makes it abundantly more clear than Yoshida does. But there's a lot of Blizzard fanboys at, in the Japanese Square Enix office. A lot Absolutely. of them. I mean, it, I mean, to be let's be clear, Square Enix publishes Overwatch in Japan. Let's remi- let's always remind ourselves of that, and that's the game that we've seen mm-hmm. Soak in interview after interview. He's like Overwatch, Overwatch. <laughs> I just play Overwatch all the time. It's like I just want to play Overwatch all the time. Uh, but you know, Yoshida's popped up at BlizzCons. You know, he's people have posted pictures of him. There's even been 14 cosplays at BlizzCons, which I always think is hilarious. Wow. That's I love when like I, I see the occasional BlizzCon picture, which is coming up in a few weeks, and, uh, and there's always there's somebody who's who's dressed as like the Warrior of Light or something in there. Um, but they he uses this opportunity to kind of talk up to World of Warcraft. He says, before League of Legends broke the world record, WoW had it with 12 million active in-game users. WoW is the role model we look up to rather than the rival. Deep in our hearts, we want our game to be as loved as much as WoW, even now. I happened to visit Blizzard Entertainment last year and meet Jay Allen Breck, who was the uh, CEO at the time. I was able to meet the WoW team because we share a common ground, including our battle content designer and localization team members. It's more of a fan meeting than a business meeting because I am a fan of Blizzard. And the other interview we'll go over, he gets far more in detail about his fanboyism. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I feel like with us as the players there's always this this competition with all mmos everyone wants their mmo to be the one that's revered i remember um when heaven's war was first coming out and uh, i remember that tweet and i think it it was uh the official uh blizzard uh was it the official blizzard um twitter that tweeted back about the it was like a back and forth between i remember the deathwing and the the Bahamut one, but I I don't yeah. I, I I vaguely remember the thing that you're you're refer- oh the real the horde real, the real horde yeah there that's right it was patch it was patch uh three point three I think where mm-hmm. it was Revenge of the Horde and then World of Warcraft uh posted about the real horde and I don't remember what Final Fantasy fourteen rebuttal it's been so long uh since I've I've seen that but I I'd forgotten about that little uh. The little back and forth. Man, everybody lost their fucking mind over it. And it was just a simple, you know, simple exchange. So, yeah, I, it's like, like you said, the community sees it more as competition. And, you know, the devs just see it as, you know, respect. Yeah. yeah I like that. I like that. It's pretty healthy for the community. One thing I remember going way, way back is when uh, Second Coil came out, one of the one of the content designers, the battle designers over at uh, Blizzard, they wrote a whole huge post about uh, their their appreciation or why the design of uh, 
of turn nine was as good as it was. And mm-hmm. it was it was a hell of a write-up from someone who's writing about what we would interpret as a rival in the space, pretty much. Um there was also one on Thornton. Yeah. Then they also did one on Thornton. They've done one on both. So there's there's multiple ones out there. But it's I mean, I I, I prefer to see the camaraderie. Like I'm friends with yeah. with Tally, who's you know, a big WoW streamer. You know, I have plenty of friends, Bajira, uh, Carter, or Deon or you know, DeAndre as as people know him on Twitch. And you know, there is not really this rivalry between us. There is a camaraderie, I feel, yeah. because we just love our own games as much as we do. And we just try and share that with each other more so than anything else. So I'm glad to see the actual developers have that sort of camaraderie or fan fanboyism with each other versus competitive uh, versus a competitive nature. Do you think it's the majority of the player base that just feeds the? Oh, it's always that. It's like League versus Dota. I'm sh- I'm sure right. that League versus Dota. I'm sure like like Steam and I guess I don't know if I I doubt they hate each other, but right. like I know that those two communities always fight about which game is better. I know that um what's another one? Um I mean we you and I play Dauntless and Monster Hunter versus Dauntless is always a thing, but we know that, you know, the Dauntless team, they the whole reason they made it is because they love the Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. That's exactly. the whole reason why Dauntless is being made in the first place. So it's like there I feel like it's always us that fuels this and never never the developers. COD versus Battlefield that's that one is old, far older than the ones I named. COD versus Battlefield goes back quite a bit. Smash versus anything that loses to it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Smash versus PlayStation fucking All-Stars? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, COD versus Halo also. I think COD versus Battlefield was always the bigger one there. But, you know, it's just... Uh, we always I like to see I like to see rivalries because games are forced to evolve off each other, but this camaraderie is always good too. Competition is healthy, I think. It is. It's mandatory. Yeah. Even here on Twitch, it's like when all these other companies started getting these streaming platforms, everyone's like, oh no. And I'm like, no good. Because the one that I pick is gonna have to be good because the other ones are trying to be good. Yeah. Pepsi versus Coke. Alright, let's be fair. Pepsi loses that one every time. Okay, anyway. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that's 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 just that's easy. When a place says they only serve Pepsi, you're like, well, you're wrong. But I'll take <laughs> it. All right. Okay. But anyway, uh, moving on from that, we'll come back to that point a little bit later when we talk about the other interview, because then we get the topic that I feel like we've actually waited like it's been like a year since this has come up, at least a year. Has it? I mean, I feel like it comes up every so often, like somehow, some way. Uh... Hey, are you thinking about free to play? No. <laughs> I he didn't even say no. He said absolutely not. So, hell no. Yeah, that's that's a hell no. If it, because that's apparently you no. need to translate absolutely not to hell no. Yes, it's a hell no. Um yeah. free to play is not something they're considering and he's pretty straightforward. It's a business. We look at profits profits through games. We consider the close trust between developers and players that we consider that close trust between the developers and the players and simply trying to maximize profits in a short period of time. 
Games like Dragon Quest Builders recently released in Korea and 14 are in a similar sense. It's all about if these guys made this game, it's a safe bet to play and likely to enjoy it myself. It's much more beneficial for us in the long run. In the developer's perspective, we think that quick profit is not the right way. Even if 14 is making a sizable profit, surprisingly well, we do not want to push players to reach further into their wallet. Man, that Mog Station, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and when I read that, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Like, hmm, what are you thinking of when you say this? Because there's this queen of uh, the Mog Station that would, like... I mean, it's her job to get us to, to put our yeah. wallets into that Mog Station. Exactly. So, you know, that's she was hired for that purpose. He's He's not thinking about it, but she is. She is. Because if she that, stops thinking about it, job's gone. Job's gone. Yeah, exactly. There has to be somebody to think about these things. Yeah. And, and like, he has to, with his new promotion, he has to kind of have a have this perspective, honestly. And yeah, because he follows it up with, instead, it would be better to encourage at least two to three times the population with lowered spending per individual, establishing healthy continuation of three to ten years in sight. And to have no plans for free-to-play at all. In addition, this social game market in Japan is in rough condition. Many games do not last past two months. And the way I see it, it is the broken trust between developers and players by looking at the profit more than anything else. The only thing left out of those games, born and dead, were characters and IPs. Mm. That sounds like the Korean MMO market we were just talking about. Where yeah, they just exactly. up and disappear within no, within you know almost no time at all. And what what do you think is up with the saturation in, in that market? I mean, it feels like like I know there are a lot of companies trying to get their like there are a lot of new devs, a lot of companies trying to get their, you know, their name out there. But they have to notice the trend and like for them to even take that risk kind of feels feels a bit naive in that sense. Well, in Korea, you can generally release something that, you know, is free to play with lots of microtransactions. And because of the, the mm -hmm. culture there, from what I understand, you know, stuff that's like more pay to win over there is more acceptable because people don't have as much time. So, you know, paying to get, you know, a little bit further lets them enjoy what they want to enjoy. And so it's like just a more culturally accepted thing. The problem is as soon as they do get bored of it, they just go to the next thing, which we do too, yeah. but it happened we like the too. turnover is insane there. There's so many publishers, there's so many developers, there's so many people just, trying to do all that. But I just feel like they don't have longevity in mind. They don't care because mm -hmm. every time they make something new, people try it, spend the money on it, and they make more money off of developing something in that short burst and then developing the next thing. And then maybe even localizing it, bringing it over here for another short burst. Right. It's just, it's a common hell, trend. And hell, if you want to go even further, the, the fucking mobile market is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, that's really Japan, and that uh, you know I've got to admit, you know that's that's a market I've dived into a little bit. So, yeah. Right, right. I mean, there like, and see, there are a few standouts. We we all we have our few standouts in um in terms of the mobile market. Um, Brave XV, not Brave XVS. Um, Brave XVS is yeah, that's a mobile game. Yeah. I mean, it, it's is it really standout though uh, compared to um, Brave uh, XVS has its own fan festival slide. I'm, I was comparing it to Opera Omnia, but... It, yeah, Opera Omnia doesn't have its own fan festival. <laughs> yeah, like, Brave Exvius, um, Grand Order. Um, yeah, like, just name anything. There, there are so many standouts. Dude, I, I did a sponsor thing for Dungeon Hunter Champions. I didn't realize it was on Windows. It's not bad. I, I didn't realize that Kerparian played it. I might see what he's what he's got for it, too, but I've already got Opera Omnia, and I spent a hardcore amount of time there. 
So yeah. I cannot stand Fire Emblem Heroes. I don't want to talk about Fire Emblem Heroes. Can't do it. Wow. Can't do wow. it. I just don't like the gotcha. The gotcha in that game makes me feel terrible. I never feel good, whether it's you know my, pr- currency they've provided or currency I've provided, and I just hate it. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the gotcha in, in DX2 Liberation can be pretty I've, fucking... I heard Dragalia lost in some really bad gotcha. Like, it like wants you to gotcha for everything. As fun as it is, I hear it's a gotcha hell. I just, I'm going to stick to my Opera Omnia gotcha. Because this one's kind to me. Still want that loose for DX2. <laughs> Sly's got his as well. Still there trying to pull loose for. Please. Please and thank you. Yeah, you're not going to get your. That's LA traffic, in case anyone. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, that's going to be. That's, that's good. That's good. You know what my favorite, my favorite uh, thing that came out of Japan? It's not a mobile game or not necessarily, I guess, a gacha pun. But it's uh, there's a website where you can go to remotely play crane games in Japan. Crane yes, I, I've been wanting to try one of those. Oh my god! And they'll ship uh, you I the think, prize if you actually win it. Yeah, I think I saw it on um, was it Achievement Hunter? Yeah, yeah, that's I, where I saw it. I saw it on the Achievement yeah. Hunter page, and I was like, "Yo, this is so entertaining!" I did not, I was not ready for. It. <laughs> no, and it made me really want to try it and actually hope I win something. But I'm not going to. Dude, I want a Yakitori. I want a Yakitori maker. I know. That's what I want. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that. Dude, I'll try it one day. I'll try Toriba one day. Right. Make it happen. All right. Uh, yeah, what else? I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of the, the whole thing there. It's. I mean, there's some other stuff here. Um, mm-hmm. But it, those, are, those are kind of like the big points that we need to hit on. Man, I forgot that Korea has... Um, uh, they get perks when you play in certain net cafes. Did you know that? No. So, like, if you play in one net cafe, you could get, like, plus 10% EXP while playing in that cafe. You could get, like, Echo and Dungeons. For playing in a cafe. Like, different cafes have different partnership bonuses with the game. Ramil's like, I saw that happen. You heard it too, because I said, God damn it. Out loud. <laughs> it's cool, though, for stuff like that. It's cool. We don't get <laughs> shit for playing at home. I like I like this in Korea. I didn't know in Korea they call the big three publishers the 3N. Nexon, Netmarble, NCSoft. Hmm. So almost every like MMO is developed by those three out there. Oh, man. Yeah, that's their own live letter broadcast independent of the call. Yeah, they get their own live letters. Like this this interview I think came after one of the live letters that they had in Korea. And we have, I've had some of some of the Korean players come over to the stream to see like, hey, this is what we'll be getting in however many months, like how is it? We want to prepare for it. And they usually they do their research, man. They clear they clear that shit real quick. They clear really quick. I remember you were talking about um it was an ultimate. What was it? Um was it ultimate? I mean, it might have been Ultimate. Ultimate went down pretty quick in Korea because Korea? of all the information yeah. that was already available. Yeah. And I remember back in uh, with Gordius when it released in China, uh, they killed it in full I- I-190. They did like a triple melee plus machinist comp and beat uh, Manipulator with, you know, without the gear check as a factor. Because, you know, there's no gear check when you're in 190. That's like the expected item level going in. 
And they had already cleared it in global. That was another thing. They had actually been playing global and then played the Chinese version and did that too. So, yeah, there's, uh, it's pretty crazy to see the, the, how the staggered release ends up effect. Because I'm used to being on the other side of it. Like, I'm playing MapleStory 2 right now, and everyone's like, well, in KMS2, they have this, that, that. And I play Opera Omnia, where they're like, oh, in Japan, they just released this. And I'm like, I'll see you in a year. So I'm used to being on the other side of it. So it's interesting being on the side that we get the stuff first, and they get the stuff later. Yeah. So I always, I always find that to be quite the interesting topic. But yeah, that was, that was really all that came out of that Korean interview. A lot of interesting talking points. But not a whole lot of information, which is okay because this is a podcast, not, you know, news, not news. I mean, we are news, but like we're a podcast. So, sure. you know, doesn't. And again, I wasn't really expecting much out of Korea since, again, you, like you said, uh, staggered releases and everything. But like you said, it was more talking points. People do ask. I have seen some other interviews over time, and some people do ask about stuff that's like closer to what Global is would ask. You know, like, hey, you know, next expansion because you know, in the Global version, you're gonna you're gonna be preparing for this soon. It's still information for everyone, basically, and that's uh, yeah. that's always a good thing. All right, so let's see. Then we have the one from uh, Final Land. So the last time we covered one of their interviews, I called them Finland, and then I was I was told I almost read it like. I almost read it like that. It's um, final land. It's final land with the one L. Okay. I was I was told that Finland was incorrect last time, and then I still called it Finland this time. But then I remembered that story uh, about about uh, how I was told it was it was incorrect. And there's a lot of questions here that again raise interesting talking points because we're always talking about you know are they going to mix things up here? Are they going to try something different there? Or, you know, are, can we get more raid bosses? Can we get, you know, harder dungeons, whatever? And this kind of asked some of those questions, and we didn't really get the, the answers, I guess. People wanted certain answers, but they weren't necessarily the answers we got. These were the very, like, PR standard, um, you know, this is what we're doing kind of thing, and, you know, clarifying on the way we have certain things right now. Because, like, uh, and also Sokin's in on this interview. He's That's got always fun. I do like Sokin in interviews. Sokin, Sokin's a lot yeah. of fun. He's just a fun guy. No, he's not a mushroom. Yeah, he... I'll make the joke. I'm warning them in the Good. chat because I saw it coming. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So uh, one of the first questions they have is regarding resource allocation. Now, we know that we get less dungeons in Stormblood because those resources are being dedicated to other pieces of content. Um, so Good. they list things like Aquapolis, Palace of the Dead, the Ultimate Fights, and Eureka. Um, is it possible to have content without sacrificing resources? And uh, Yoshida clarifies, are you worried because we've moved people off that maybe there will be less of certain things, etc.? Um, and he clarifies that by moving dedica dedicated team members to make dungeons, we are now making new content. The instant dungeons have gone from two to one. Is this what you have in mind? And he, he asked the honest question. And Yoshida, thank you for asking the honest question. Do we really need more instant dungeons? <laughs> Can I can I just can I just say thank you, Yoshida, for saying the thing that you and I say on the show? Do you really need more dungeons per patch? Like how like I love the burn. Saint Mosion's was fine. But I don't need a third. And I don't really care about the fact that 4.5 is gonna be one again. I don't care, because they're they're just dungeons. They're just so I, you, you want to give us one more of shit we're going to ignore after we do it first, the first time? Yeah. 
pretty much. There's so many dungeons, and that's kind of the point that he focuses on here. It's like, you know, when they had a smaller development team, they had to concentrate on its dungeons. Yeah, that's all the capacity they had to make. They're better at what they do now. They're trying out new things. And there's already so many dungeons. You know, reducing the amount of instant dungeon, increasing the amount of other type of content. Um, it's just, we don't need any more. <laughs> they just want to open up other opportunities and options for players other than just instant dungeons. And even if those things are hit or miss, it's better than getting three. Like, I don't care about the three dungeons that we get. But you do care for more raid. I also want more customization in dungeons. Like, whether it's to make them more challenging or to just to mix it up a little bit more. Um, they don't necessarily need to be, like, savage difficulty dungeons. But the op but options for dungeons, you know, obviously Mythic Plus with World of Warcraft has been a big thing that I've referenced. And uh, they are well aware that that thing exists. So, uh, yeah. Like, that's, I, instead of more dungeons, I want options more options for the dungeons itself to make it you yeah. know uh, to make it attractive to a wider uh a wider variety of people it's already very much um you know more casual content you know any player can kind of hop in a roulette and play but it's not very attractive to the player who is into more hardcore stuff with the raids you know we went the other way the raids were used to only be for the hardcore you know now we have the story and we have the we have the the savage and it makes sense. It's attractive to a wider array of people. And, and I think dungeons can go the other way, is pretty much all I'm really saying there. I just want them to add replayability to dungeons, you know, like we've been I mean, talking about. If before. we need tombstones, we do, but they've given us so many ways to get tombstones. It's just not, not. Not, not tombstones, but within the dungeon, you know, a different experience every time, you know, like, you know, roots and you, you're never going to go the same exact way every time you're in a dungeon because it's, you know, spaced out and you have different roots and you know certain things to make it you know replayable make it you know actually experience you want to go back to instead of just oh i'm done and the only time i'm going to see this is when i do fucking dailies it's tough because of the way our, our gear design is done honestly yeah. when they added a new mount to the alamigo dungeon i was so happy i went back and did that dungeon 30 more times and I never got it, but I went back and tried 30 more times. You got me to do that dungeon 30 more times than I would have otherwise attempted. Oh, yeah. I remember when I accidentally passed in that fucking mountain. I still haven't gone back and got it. Yeah, that, that's fun. I was actually really hoping that with all the dungeons, with all the patches with only one dungeon, they'd put a mount in each of those dungeons. That's what I was hoping. I know it's, it's, it's a lot to ask for. You know, just adding a new mount's not like you can't just add a new mount, but... You know, that was kind of my hope because then you have less dungeons, but your reason to do this dungeon has gone up significantly over, you know, what it may have been otherwise, especially for odd numbered patches where it's just, you know, at that point, especially like you've already had, if you've been playing months of capping your tombstones and it's not as important. So that particular aspect has been removed. So um, that's what I was hoping for. But anything for replayability would would be nice. Honestly, I don't even care if they just... They take like they take like they spin a roulette wheel at the end and give you bonuses based on it. I don't care. Something like that would be cool too, dude. I like. Let's just. I just like treasure maps. Okay. I just want. <laughs> I think that's what we're getting. Sure. I just really like the treasure maps because it's always a mystery. It's always there's always some degree of excitement. Maybe a little bit of disappointment. A lot of bit of disappointment. But I have reasons to keep going back. I have titles. 
I have Gil, I have the individual rewards, and I have just something to do with people that anyone can do. I said achievements. Oh. I'm, well, was I thinking of the tiger? Yeah, the tiger. Yeah. And I just feel like they're, they have all these isolated aspects with things like Deep Dungeon, things like Treasure Maps, that they could take in smaller pieces and apply to other things, and it adds a fresh perspective to them. And also the mounts at the end of the Odd Patch Dungeons. I think that would, honestly, even just that alone, I would do all those Odd Patch Dungeons minimum 30 times more. I promise. Because I don't care about glam, but I do care about mounts. I also want more interesting dungeon achievements in general. I want more achievements. I want our, you know what? That's the number one thing I want. I want our achievement system to be flushed out more. We just don't have fun achievements. All of our achievements are boring. What would be a perfect example of a good achievement? I mean, speedrunning dungeon achievements is a basic one that you can add in. Um, it's also, I think speedrunning dungeon achievements is even something that like players who aren't super hardcore, they might see that achievement and look at it as a means of determining sort of improvement. It's like a goal. Like if a, if a player is like, oh, I did that in 15 minutes and the speedrun is 11, for example, you know, they might look at that as a totally different type of challenge that isn't super hardcore, but it's about efficiency. Um, or, you know, do this boss in a certain way, you know, like for example, last boss of St. The, the last boss of St. Motion's Arboretum, make sure that the little tiny thing whatever it is gets hit by every possible thing that it can be hit by hmm. never don't protect it at all now all of a sudden you have to start mitigating the huge damage that comes out you have to make sure that you're positioning it in the wrong places which goes completely against the grain like achievements like that that force you to kind of go against the grain or challenge yourself in a more odd way uh like hmm. let's go oh six savage one of the most boring fights now one of the ways you can do that fight, you know, if you look at the ghost as the healer, it'll never move, but you'll get you'll get petrified and walk towards it for a few seconds. It basically cripples you for like three or four seconds. Make sure that ghost never moves the entire fight or something like that. You know, just stuff yeah. stuff like that. I want I want more goals to reach for, and I think our achievement system's not being used adequately for it. Never skip sore. <laughs> <laughs> when facing off Zervin, don't skip any sore. Don't skip scores. That one don't sucks. Don't do that. No, that's not a good one. That's it. Yeah, forced hard modes. Like I look back to um I look back to Ulduar in World of Warcraft. One of the I think most people would agree unanimously one of the best raids that game ever put out. If not the best raid that game ever put out. So, um they basically it wasn't like Ulduar and Ulduar you know, mythic or Ulduar hard. It was just when you approached the bosses there was a means through which you could go through it that made it harder. And that was something you could deliberately do to trigger getting an additional fight. As opposed to having two different difficulties, you just had this thing that was available there that gave achievements and gave access to eventually Algalon, who was a much more difficult, you know, I, I just like that. Like, instead of separating it by difficulty, just give players the option within it to approach it in a different way. <laughs> Lighter, it's like the thing you just described about St. Mosan's Arboretum, that's not an achievement. That's the party find. <laughs> it gets hit by everything. Well, I was just trying to get the achievement, guys. That's all I was trying to do here. The people debuff. Yeah, the people debuff. Survive survive this dungeon with the people debuff. <laughs> Korea gets net cafe buffs. We get people debuffs. <laughs> One day that's actually going to show up, and I'm going to feel so shitty for it showing up. 
There's gonna be a debuff where like it's just gonna be like a debuff where it's like standing next to people is bad, and now we're gonna and that's gonna be the one that's deemed the people debuff. Like it's gonna be like for every one player you're standing next to something happens, kind of thing. Do do or bail without quitting. <laughs> hey, remember when they were gonna give us that achievement for doing it like 150 times on each job? Doing what? Ormvale. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? What was it they were going to give? Oh, they were going to give us job-specific emotes for completing Ormvale like a hundred times on a, on each an indivi each individual job. They never did it. I remember them talking about Thank it, Thank God. I remember they were Why like... Why the fuck would you want that? Because they were trying to get people to stop quitting it. Or they were thinking about trying to get people to stop quitting Ormvale. So like, well, maybe if we make it so you do it as an emote. He did it as a, he said it as a joke, but we all took it very, very seriously. Cause we were like, seriously. He, he, we were like, yeah. I remember when Lords of Verminion was a fucking joke. And then, <laughs> you know, like, I, let's, let's just say nothing's a joke to me anymore after Lords of Verminion, which was a literal April Fool's joke. So none of it's a joke to me anymore. I take it all seriously. Cause he's just like, haha, it's a joke. Wait, let's see what they say. Yeah. No. Oh, you think it's a good idea? Okay, they think it's a good idea. Put it on the schedule. Ha. Yeah, don't worry. It's just a joke, guys. <laughs> It'll be next patch. That's how hey, we got. That's how good, we... But good challenge log. Good challenge log. MVP. MGP. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah, like in the Final Fantasy fourteen fighting game they showed us. Where it's literally Why Street Fighter. Why was real thing? I know! Because they probably were gonna get sued because they literally just took Street Fighter and like modded skins on top of it with their own animations. Was it really? You remember when they did the super? The but way those are No, but I mean like even the way like the super's initiated and like the way that like when it's like a game because you know like when you in Street Fighter when it's a super that you end the match with, it's a different you know, it gives you different text and a different animation. Yeah, it's like everything. Yeah, see, Kuna brings a good point. There, there's Frame Fighter. Why can't we have... Why can't we have... Fortuna? Dude, Warframe just does all this crazy. I'm waiting on... I just... I need my Fortuna. I need my skateboard. My hoverboard. I need it. I'm waiting for it. And I need my Garuda frame in Warframe. I'm waiting big time on that Garuda frame. Because I'm a Valkyr. I'm a Valkyr Prime kind of guy. So I need... I need my Garuda. You know it. The elegance. I'm ready for it. I'm so ready for it. Okay, no Warframe. This is not a Warframe podcast. Let's, let's move on. We can keep talking about Warframe. Anyway, uh, so let's see. What else is there? So that's regarding dungeons. When it comes down to resources, Heaven on High, uh, amount of resources we use to create that is not the same as creating an instance dungeon. It's about three times the amount of resources to make Heaven on High versus creating one instance dungeon. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You have to create 10 dungeons, technically. And they have to design this UI behind it. They have to, you know, have the randomly... They have to design it to be randomly generated. They have to have all this stuff that is not consistent. And it all needs to work without it all falling apart. Sim that's simple. Yeah, I mean... I mean, as much as Heaven on High got a lot of flack for being pretty much Palace of the Dead 2.0 and not really its own thing... Did it really get it a got, lot of Yeah. Them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. I, I mean, I I personally liked it, even though I didn't finish. But um, why? Because it's what it was. <laughs> it's a fact. 
here's the thing the things they added to heaven on high weren't frequent enough to make it stand out like the giant floors was a great addition as well as the fake <clears throat> the fake exits i think those are two points they hit on but like the auspices i literally have run into like three auspices in total to this day they're like a non-factor and i feel like there was one other change that was in there and i don't even remember what it was like it was so insignificant I don't remember. I, I, I'm sure there is something I'm forgetting, but I just it just didn't matter. Magicite. Yeah, I, Magicite was the other thing. Oh, here's, here's four more instant win buttons. Which, don't get me wrong, the fact that you have to go for silver chests to get them was, I think, actually the best way for them to go about doing that. But mm -hmm. they just added a whole bunch more I win buttons. And cut the floors in half, which I think also was the right decision because I hate it. I didn't ever even want it to go back and try to do floor 200 and Palace of the Dead again. It was just, it took so long. I didn't care about how hard it was. It just took so fucking long. I would just like to see it stand on its own two feet a little bit more. It just, it, it, it wasn't different enough from Palace. They could have just made Palace a new Palace of the Dead, like expanded that. And Heaven on High's story wasn't compelling either. It answered the question of what it was, but it wasn't. Right. Super interesting. I mean, we went in knowing what exactly it was going to be, which is like an upgraded, you know, House of the Dead and Allegance. Like I didn't, and I didn't, um, I didn't expect it to be something else other than what it was. Like I, there was really, I'm not going to say there was low expectation, but I wasn't expecting any t anything far beyond what it was which is just you know house of the dead 2.0 i just think I'm like not, when, when i wasn't jaded i, I wasn't jaded. jaded either but that doesn't mean you can't have criticism and and hopes you know i i, I totally expected it to be palace of the dead 2.0 but like for the auspices i would have liked to see one of the big things for me with palace is the idea of the objective always functioning exactly the same for, on every floor that's the thing i i kind of wanted to see change the most and they kind of hit that with the big floors where you get the fake exits so you have an option you know you can you can manually check them to see you know the, and, and eat whatever the traps are and then deal with those however you can use commanders of the the uh the stealth ones to check them um and you know that there's options i didn't approach those floors the same way i approached every other floor there's no wall so it's harder to determine where the traps could be on the ground even though it is still right. oh, it's still not too hard to figure out where the traps could possibly be um, but the, approaching those floors was entirely different than approaching the other floors, even though it was still ultimately just kill enemies. But, like, maybe the auspices, for example, when you get an auspice floor, the auspice is providing this buff, but at the cost is you have to actually, like, I don't know, you have to escort the auspice from where it is to the actual exit point to actually oh, enable it. Oh, don't put escort bullshit in there. I don't mind escorts because it's still the same thing. You're just killing the enemies in the way anyway. And the auspice is providing, and in exchange, this auspice is providing you with a massive buff. It's better than than them being like we're adding auspices and seeing them three times in over two hundred floors completed. I just would rather have that, or you know, if you avoid like reach the end is open, and if you avoid all detection, you get an extra two minutes on the clock. If you don't, then yeah. yeah, like things like that. Like they just they just make, and then you hate the duty finder even more, but. You know. <laughs> Also, I'm not saying slash back in the, the auspice. I'm saying walk it from A to B. As in, walk near it and it will move. But going <laughs> but for back to fuck's that, sake, don't slash back in that thing. <laughs> Interactivity would be good. Oh, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind it back in. 
Yeah, or maybe like individual rooms instead of having enemies. It's almost like a mini isolated, uh, like what are, uh, the treasure dungeons, like a shifting mm -hmm. altar, like a mini isolated shifting altars or a mini isolated other one, and you can stop and it can give you extra hordes or it can buy you extra time or you know take take some chances with these things and spice it up a little bit, you know. Bonus objectives: kill all enemies. <laughs> or even just bonus I mean bonus objectives is not a bad idea I mean that's along the lines like I mean kill all enemies but the thing is enemies respawn so they'd have to also program a way to disable spawns in there yeah or put fates in it <laughs> put, a, put a fate in there like there's just a fate in one of the rooms not lamps stop talking about fucking lamps that's a Final Fantasy 11 thing no I lamps. Was. I figured it was. No more lamps. Or yeah, or even a floor where nothing happens. Like it's just a, it's just a, a like a, an it's occasional just a floor. There's an occasional just like straight up skip. I mean, we kind of have that, don't we? I mean, the every magicite is a free floor. <laughs> 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 Magicite's a free floor, you know. <laughs> maybe yeah. one, maybe one where there's a there's a Namazu's running, like golden Namazu's running all over and stuff. Like, I don't know, man. I just, I just literally want more random shit to be happening in there that makes it so I'm not just speeding up the floors. I have consideration of like, you know, maybe this will be worth my time, or do I have enough time to do this bonus or something? <laughs> one have a, mean, floor, a floor has a Tomos who kicks you out, and if you're on floor ninety eight, you're just like. <laughs> no, don't do that. He's that would be bad if they like threw a Thomas in there. He sends you back a floor or something. That'd be mean. Like it's an automatic kick out, or if you no no no, he'll send you back a floor. He'll send you back to night. Like if oh. you are ninety eight, he sends you back to ninety seven. If uh, if you trigger him, that'd be mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, they could. They. I. I just think they could do a lot more. With it and really make it stand out. I hope that if if and when they do another one, which I'm still betting will be the deep sea the deep sea research facility for Final Fantasy VIII. That is my that is my bet on the expansion that that'll that'll be the next one. I think it's very Garlean and I think it's very mysterious. So I'm if quote me on that. If it's not that, rub it in my face. But that's 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 what I'm guessing, and uh, I'm I'm hoping that it'll be the case. But yeah, you can make that way more way more interesting. When I say Ultimatia, it don't mean shit, but the deep sea research. Well, deep sea research facility was fucking meaningless in eight, to be fair. Ultimatia is kind of a little important. <laughs> she, she's a she's a little more important. It has to be taken. There's a, there's a few more, you know, there, you can't take as many liberties with with her presence in that one right there. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. Um, and yeah, they keep, they keep going into into all that. Soken adds comments about like sound team design for stuff. I always feel bad when Soken's there and like people just keep asking Yoshida things. Everyone's like, so Yoshida and Soken's like, please ask me things. I'm sure to ask him plenty of questions. Because Soken's yeah. fun to interview. That's how I feel at least. People don't get and people don't get that. Like he is a really fun interview. Yeah, he and he he's very much like I want to hear what you have to say when you mm -hmm. interview him. 
that's what's so nice. I was like, hey, so do you have like of the recent songs you've done? What's your favorite? He's like, oh, I know what it is, but no, what's your favorite? Tell me. Like if we were to perform that at a fan fest, like what track would you really want to hear? And I'm just Escape. like, well, Escape wasn't out when he asked me that. I said Biako at the time because as much as I hate the fight, I love the song. So oh, yeah. I said Biako, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he said, I think he said Sikiomi. I think that's what he said. He really, he really like not good King of Agomag. I don't want to put Koji through that ever again. Ever. It was painful watching ever. him get put through that. Reaching for each individual hat to be the different Moogles. That was rough. No, it has to be Koji. Only Koji can do that theme. So can King. Can we get, a, can we get a, uh, another piano um, rendition from Soken? Because that was amazing. I was in the hallway, but I um, could hear it. Like when he when he used the box, gets <laughs> soaking to do forward and back. Just I just imagine like Koji being on stage, just being super bored. Just like forward and back, and then forward and back. <laughs> and we go forward and back. They put one foot forward. It's all right. It's good times. We're just getting excited because we get we get to enjoy this concert, and it's a secret. Nobody else gets to see it. Sly, it's gonna be our secret. I kind of feel bad. Yeah. Well, I just feel bad because I know there's two secrets that I'm going to miss out on afterwards. <laughs> Europe and Japan. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you want to know what's interesting about that? Oh, no. There's also some German media stuff here in the Final Land interview because they were like, it was a giant sit-in where like all the different mm -hmm. various uh, medias in uh, at Gamescom were all there. Um, they asked about character customization, which is a, a hot topic I think we've covered a little bit recently. They want, like, new Aura horns. They said, why are there no fat people? Which I, you know. <laughs> I, I'm of the opinion you can't have fat people in MMOs. Do you know why, Sly? <laughs> Y'all right there? Y'all right there, Sly? Just reading this every time. Like, why? Why are there no fat people? It makes you funny. Makes you, makes you feel funny. Here's the thing. I can understand NPCs being fat. But... We do you know how much we run and like like how much exercise we get? This isn't like CJ from Grand Theft Auto 4 where you could just stuff your face and drive every place and get real fat. So like I get that like some people don't want the fit character, but also, it wasn't uh, four. It was, uh, I was thinking San Andreas. My bad. Um, it's like, I get why people want it. But it doesn't. No. It's just no. <laughs> yeah, if you're fat, your movement speed is lower. Good luck dodging AoEs. <laughs> the Dragoon goes to backflip. He just fucking misses. He doesn't, like, finish the flip. <laughs> No, no, just lands on his neck and dies. <laughs> Fat Monk goes to use tornado kick through skull. Whoa! <laughs> they lose skill speed too. Yeah, yeah, you would lose skill speed. You get the out of breath debuff as a character. <laughs> oh my god! Shoulder tackle. They just trip. They just they can't even like close the gap. Red Mage Korakor. They get down for the count. They never get back up. 
they pull a real that they go they go full fat Joe on you. They lean back. They just never get back up. Why would sprint that? sprint only lasts five seconds instead of ten. <laughs> ten outside of combat, of course. I I'm fat. I can talk about this. Okay. I'm we're fat. We can do this. If we think it's funny, it should be funny. The comments are going to be so great for this. You get pacification right after you sprint. <laughs> we're done. We're done. Okay. We're done. We're done. You can't be knocked back, though. You have permanent arms length. <laughs> That's the plus. That's the plus. <laughs> Eating, you get, oh, your food buffs are stronger. Oh no, actually, well, your food buffs are stronger, yeah, but they only last five minutes and they get hungry again. You can have multiple food buffs on at once. <laughs> this is. Lalafell's got a debuff that says actual potato now. <laughs> Rescue doesn't work. <laughs> there you go. He's still going! He's still fucking going! <laughs> Sly, in weeks like this, we really need this type of content. You don't understand. Oh, this is turned into 14 fat jokes. <laughs> They've got more health. There you go. See, now we're naming good things, though. You have to cast rescue twice. You need two people to pull. The fat chocobo can become your ally. I'm done. I'm fucking done. Oh, you have to hang a cake from the front of you to get him to run. Just like the fat chocobo mount. No. It, it would have to be fried chocobo. Oh. KFC. Kentucky yeah. fried chocobo. Yep. Warrior has permanent home gang. Okay. When, when when you're swimming, you just when you're swimming or flying, you just naturally descend, but without pressing anything. There you go. Oh fuck! All right, this is this is getting out of hand. I think. Yeah, it's a little. <laughs> it's getting a little out of hand. I think. I like it. I like I like where, I like where the show went. I like it. You know what? Now I'm four fat people in this game. You know what? Square Enix, this guy's right. I don't care if you have to rework, according to the interview, over 20,000 pieces of equipment. You just want fucking jokes. I just want the jump puzzles to be even harder, okay? That's all I want. <laughs> and this will, this will help me achieve that. Okay? That's, that way they don't have to add more. I just make a new character and that's naturally harder. Okay. So many dislikes this this week. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. Cliffhanger ultimate. Alright. Alright. Anyway. If you're upset with two fat people talking about fat MMO characters, please. Please. Oh, I'm so not done. Cover doesn't work on them. There you go. I like that. Alright, that's another good one. Uh yeah. So anyway. Moving on. Uh no, no character no new character creation stuff. And he likes to dodge the question of new race. He's just like, we can't comment on that at this time. 
laugh, 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 and it's like everyone's like, you saying that out loud makes us look at you a lot closer, Yoshida. Maybe the new races are fat. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. It would just be too much work. There's just a lot of work to make fat people. We made it out to be a lot more work than it is. But, I mean, that's on top of what they would actually have to do. He's still going. Yes. No, I'm actually talking about it. They said they say it right here. Create a system that allows a weight slider would mean completely revamping what we have, so it would probably be something really difficult to do. It's actually the same reason they said we can't... The butt slider is so hard to do. Because they'd have to rework all... They'd have to rework all the armor for all the fat-ass characters that they'd be adding. Literal fat-ass. Literal fat-ass characters. P-H-A-T in this case. Yeah. No! <laughs> I mean, no. No! F-A-T is, is fine. That's okay. fine. Okay. Yeah. Thick. There you go. With two C's. With two C's. Listen, I've seen the monstrosities. Going back to Blaine's Soul, you can make some monstrosities in that game. So I totally understand why they're not jumping at the bit to get to, to, get to that point. All right. Uh, yeah, and then the next question is for Soken. They just asked about some of the inspirations behind Tsukiyomi. Uh, one of those questions that people who are really into... I actually didn't really notice some of these. So if you listen to Tsukiyomi's song um mm -hmm. you can hear part of the yanja field music um he also makes mention that there are pieces of uh the doma castle dungeon that are in there and there's places where revolutions is used so all those different tracks are kind of sampled into the song and he kind of talks about like why he does that and what the process is of going through that um and does he often like taking existing tracks and making something new out of them we kind of got that with a lot with omega mm -hmm. also because mm -hmm. while we get, you know, you know, I got some chicken, I'm ready to fry. We also got, you know, uh, the other two Omega songs are, you know, based off of existing themes that we have already as well. So and then the burn, of course. Yeah. And then the burn. And yeah. And then the burn. The burn's got our good old boy, uh, Gaius. It's got a little remix of uh, a theme we closely associate with him. Of course. So, you know, it's, it is, I, I kind of, I like a little bit of both. I think that this patch music, like going back to some of the tracks that we love the most and using them to kind of amplify the situation worked really well. I just also like when he makes new stuff like L11. And this was a good patch. This was a great patch OST variety wise. I feel at least maybe some people yeah. disagree. I'll actually get the album when this when this one comes out. Me too. High five. There you go. The only other album I have is my uh, Octopath one right here. Imported that from Japan. Keep it keep it handy because I like to listen to it on occasion. Uh, let's see. They did. Uh, Koji was there also, by the way. Apparently, he's in the room because he answers like part of this question right here. Because uh, Koji Fox is the one who named the. The song itself, the music theme of Domus Castle, is called Gates of the Moon. Current status of the story, what happened to Yatsuyu, was the choice of this theme's title premeditated when you composed the music for the release, knowing what would happen in the next update. It was known how it, it wasn't known how it was going to be used. It ended up being pure chance. I like when Koji leaves things up to pure chance. I like when he names things and then has to change them, like Flagathon. Yes, Flagathon. Always Flagathon, never Acheron. Those are good times. I remember when they did that. It was really, really weird. 
Uh, also asked Sokin a question. Uh, you know, what inspires you? It's a question he gets a lot. I asked him that in the last interview I had with Sokin. So very similar. Just gets it from everything he does. And this is where they go back in a Blizzard fanboy mode. He's like, Overwatch. <laughs> Which heroes do you play? Diva, Reinhardt, and Zarya. Sometimes Zenyatta. Zenyatta. Yep. Yoshida also gets a little nervous on this next question right here. Where... <laughs> then this is this goes into the Blizzard fanboys a little bit more. Uh, Final Land asks, you know, Monster Hunter collaboration was a big success on both sides. But what game would you like to have? So here's the thing with this question. Yoshida has a bad habit of when he says, I would like this, and he says that doesn't mean it's happening, it then happens. Now, luckily, I think he's given us the one time, the one scenario where there's no chance but, like, before A Realm Reborn released, he said if he had to pick a job from Tactics, he would add Machinists. <laughs> what did we get in Evansword? You know, he also said Red Mage would be one of his other favorites to get in the game. Stormblood, we got Red. Like, he's named them. He's, he, that's why people took the calculator thing pretty seriously, or the arithmetician thing, when he said that really seriously. Because he's got a track record. And this question is, what would you like to do a collaboration with for 14? And Yoshida's first thing is, I don't want you to misunderstand. <laughs> he, he knows. He knows that people see that and go, I know exactly. He's like, oh, yeah, what would you like, Yoshida? And he said Diablo. Where would we go with this? Like if we were just any go any direction with this, where would we go and how? I mean, I think like, back to the original Diablo where you're basically descending to hell and it's kind of like deep dungeon. It's literally like my first thought is the original Diablo is literally like a is like a deep dungeon style gameplay with a you know with Diablo at the end itself. But yeah, the 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 church at Tristan is a deep dungeon. As you're going down. Hmm. The cow level. <laughs> Can't have fat people, but we can have a cow level. There we go. Moo. 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 That's right. There is no cow level. Primevals. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, there's uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of places. It's again, it's one of those things that can never happen because they're they look at World of Warcraft and be like, Yeah, we can't exactly advertise for another MMO that's rival to us. They just advertise within their own shit. That's what Heroes of the Storm does. They're just like, yeah, here are all our other heroes in a MOBA-style game. And then Diablo... I mean, Diablo's doing, like, the Legend of Zelda stuff for the Switch version. That's... on a, you know, Zelda's not an MMO. It's it's not the same as if the Warrior of Light was an option for, like, Crusader or something. Speaking of, like, advertising and shit, the 15 Terra Battle thing did not make any sense. No, but I heard a lot of people were thought it was pretty good. Like, the actual It was, event. It was yeah. pretty good. But it just didn't like that. Didn't well, make... let's be clear about this. You know who Terra Wars is made by, right? Not exactly. Sakaguchi. You know, the father of Final Fantasy. Hmm. Makes a little more sense considering considering okay. everything. But, you know. I also, yeah, I think it's Terra. Was it Terra War or Terra Battle? Because I know they're, I think they're making a new Terra mobile game style thing. Because there's multiples. I don't, I, I don't remember which one it is for the collaboration. Listen, man, I'm still giving up on the 14-15 collaboration. Talking about another fucking collaboration with 15 is just, it keeps hurting. Because <laughs> everything except 14 <laughs> is 
pretty much at this point. So <laughs> just giving up. Um, Street Fighter, maybe. I know. I I know. I know. To be fair, then we get the fighting game for real, you know, so. Noctis was in Tekken. Fuck it, right? Right. There you go. No, we don't need another Yokai watch. Stop it. It's done. And Bison is our raid boss. There you go. Super big, big Bison. Now, I want Guile as a boss, so the whole time it's just his theme playing. Apparently the car agrees. Yeah, it stopped. It's like in four and four hawks. There you go. Uh man. Also they name a uh, God of War. Boy. You you walk up, he walks up to the lava and goes, Boy. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm a girl. I understand it can be hard to tell at times, but I am a girl, Lalafell. Boy. That's all I am. I don't even know what else to take from that. I mean, other than Warriors getting his axe, even, you know, he, yeah, Warriors getting his axe is like the one big thing I take away from that. Bards getting Atreus's bow. They kill gods, we kill gods. Makes perfect sense, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, those are two. I think he went with options that we are like never going to have <laughs> pretty much because <laughs> they're like, yeah, this is never going to happen. So let's just let's just name shit that's impossible or so unlikely. There's no no way. Uh, they even say can't do Mario, maybe Zelda. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't want Zelda. I don't know if I'd want any Nintendo. Like thinking about it, like I don't know what Nintendo like IP I would really want to collab with. I guess I'm thinking a little too narrow. I'm thinking like Mario, Zelda, Samus. You know. Not You're really thinking, thinking sport, Fire yeah. Emblem. You know, Fire Emblem is on that list, to be fair. Uh, Splatoon, no. Anyway, no. that dude, let's be honest. Splatoon's going to be the next Rival Wings mode. So it's going to be cover, cover the map in fucking ink. Actually, it's probably going to be a Battle Royale, let's be real. But, you know. Or Octopath. I mean, Octopath is developed by Square, but it is published by, you know, Nintendo. So it's a little easier. A little easier to do. These 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 thoughts rolling through your head, Sly. We're doing we're thinking too much. We're thinking too much in the future. Honestly. Hey man, yeah. a lot of this this interview is just the people just throwing ideas out. Kind of, you know. And then one of these ideas actually sticks. Yeah. And some, some aren't bad, but I'm just saying one of the one of the bad ones actually sticks. I mean, yeah, like the next one is more is, is again, like something it's not really too much to discuss. It's about like when they decide to write the story, which I thought Koji Fox would be able to answer. But Yoshida is the one who oversees like when they they start like using certain elements and stuff like that. Like Heaven's Word, they decided back when they were doing 1.0. But with uh, Stormblood, they had some of that with All Amigo and then they had Hingashi and, and uh, authored. As there, that was kind of new, and then Garlemald and and everything. Uh, that's something that wasn't planned from the beginning, but was added kind of later. And we got way more of that than we did the West Side because fucking Alamigo apparently doesn't mean shit after four point one. Like, yeah, no, we you got dealt with that Lakshmi thing. We're good. Fordola, nah, nah, she'll come back eventually. 
again, um, by the by, the Verdola um, Tales from the Storm is actually yeah. pretty decent. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> who, who else was she there with, Sly? Who is the one actually narrating that Tales of the Storm? Are involved. There you go. Proud of you. Yeah. What's what's the name of Stinian's armor? Fuck you. That's not an answer, Sly, and it's one I think you should know. I you're re-asking me the same question that I know now. I, should, that's, okay. There you go. I had to make sure. I needed to hear you say it. Yes, I actually went back and read the tales from the storm. Uh, you said you did. I had yeah. to test. I had to put it to the test at some point. All right, let's see. Uh, yeah, and then this goes into Yoshida ad- advising players to take breaks. Um, the game pushes the player to stay up to date. For example, you can't take a break from the game for more than thirty days if you have a house. Uh, it's kind of weird to hear a producer tell people to take a break and play other games, which is what I was saying. For housing, you don't have to play. You don't have. To, you just have to log in and click the door once a month, and they go. But if I take a game break for two months, I may not want to pay the subscription. And then he goes, well, if you just had an apartment, you wouldn't have to worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of sheds a light on like kind of the intent of apartments. Like apartments are meant for people who don't want to be like permanent homeowners. They just want to have a little, a little crib in Eorzea. Whereas the house owner is like, listen, you want to have a house. You gotta, you gotta fucking play the game if you want to have a house. All right. So that's, that's just how it is, man. It's can't accept it any other way. There is still absolutely nothing in my apartment. I have. I think I have a pillar. (laughs) I don't think I even put a couch in my apartment. I need to get a couch for it. Let let me just get a couch so there'll be something. Dude, I I always said this to Mel before before we moved in together. I was always like, listen, if I was living on my own, it would literally be like a desk and a mattress and a computer. And that's it. And a chair. She's like, fridge? And I was like. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it was like I, I didn't guess. even I didn't even think about the fridge when I answered that. Did, did you, you didn't even say microwave? Did I you didn't say, say microwave? microwave or anything. I was literally Jesus. I named I named those four things. I didn't say fridge. I didn't say microwave. I didn't say oven. I was like, but she was, and she was like, but what about like a table? Or I was like, no, 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 fuck that shit. I don't need a table. I don't need a couch. I don't need the recliner. I don't even need the fucking TV. All right, I literally just need the basic essentials. Well, I mean, a bathroom is a given, but you don't have to. I don't have to go out of my way and buy the toilet. It's part of the unit. <laughs> I'm not there. They don't just put. They don't give me an empty space and say, "Please attach your toilet to the." <laughs> Please attach the toilet you have purchased to this area, to this area. Unless it doesn't have a bathroom and I just have a bag, but that's a whole other story. You know, or an outhouse, or an outhouse. Yeah, that's that's. But then I still couldn't buy the toilet. You know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, and yeah, and then it's just kind of the same answer, you know. But it's like I have a lot of free time. Yeah, she just like when I have a lot of free time, you know, I go on trips. I bring my PS4 and I play Monster Hunter or God of War. And Sokin's like, I play Final Fantasy 14 when I'm away. <laughs> that's the game I play when I'm be- away. <laughs> He's like, I have a PC in front of me. It makes me play for a long period of time. Back home, I have my PS4, and there's other games I'm playing. It's all about balance. I just imagine Yoshida with the glove snaps his finger, a new patch comes out. 
no, I don't feel so good. Just, just new patch. Omega's like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Omega had that moment where he didn't feel so good. Yeah. There you go. And then Eureka's like, oh, I don't play so good. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, uh, and then this was, I think this next one was one of the big questions where people looked at it and read and went, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, since a realm were born, the end pattern hasn't changed a lot. Farming tombstones, four high level raid bosses, alliance raids. Are there any plans to break the pattern, doing something new, or are you going to continue to follow it? He says, currently we have added the even higher end, the ultimate rip 4.5. Uh, but beyond that, we still haven't considered anything yet. However, the Disciples of Hand and Land, we are thinking of some new type of content. So for that, there's a lot of different ways to read the way that that is. And it's very much, he, like a lot of Yoshida's answers, it's left a lot favors. up to interpretation. No. You're doing favors again. <laughs> no. No Hamlets yes. either. No Hamlets oh, either. Oh, God. Because here's the thing. I don't think people necessarily want these things to not be there. It's more so when we look at the pattern, people want new things sprinkled in. I don't see a reason to change the Tombstone Raid, Alliance Raid, like those basics. It's a matter of what else they can fit in. So I can understand why he would say, no, we're not thinking of changing that. I mean, the only other thing I could interpret is like when he says, no, we're not thinking of changing it, like four high-level raid bosses, meaning it'll always be four. Whereas you know I'm a fan of, you know, just a better difficulty curve with five or six bosses as much as it's a right. big ask. Um, it's a problem. It's a very open-ended answer, but a lot of people got really upset over this answer because he said, no, yeah, the pattern's going to stay exactly the same. He didn't say that, but that's kind of like what the reaction was upon reading it. I mean, people got upset. People got upset over the dungeons, Sly. We didn't. People did. Now imagine if that Everybody happened to us. I remember hearing that argument. It's like, well, yeah, imagine if, you know, he started saying, oh, we're only doing three raid bosses because to work on other content. And I'm like, okay, there's a big difference between dungeons and raid bosses, but I'll, I'll humor you for a second. Is it more ultimate? Because I'm down. <laughs> and that actually punishes casual players nowadays too, which is another thing. Whereas the dungeons kind of only punishes casual players, I guess. And this... Well, raid, raid trickles down to to the casuals more than you know dungeons i mean dungeons are for everybody but it's more you know i hate to say the hardcore base that you know really cares about raid but you're right it does trickle down to the casuals because they eventually do it and then or in the normal mode too like you have to consider that there is normal mode raid so less it's a it's one less boss for both sides of the you know both sides of the coin uh, I think, I don't know, it's it's just a, it's, I was shocked to see as many people get upset over saying that one. I don't, I wouldn't want the pattern to stop. I just want better side things when they do branch out to do other things, which we discussed earlier. That's how I interpreted it. Sly, do you want the pattern to change? Do you want that specific pattern with the tombstones, the the end game raids, and the alliance raids alternating? It's all they named. Yeah. Just name those three things. I I don't you don't, don't want you don't want that to stop. Neither do I. I don't want change. I don't want change. No, no, no change. That's why this man still goes to Hooters. He hasn't figured out there's other places yet. He doesn't, he's afraid of change. No, no. It's okay. I forgive you, Sly. 
Um, and then they're just asked about Sandfest, you know, you know, just the European Fanfest that could have done this better. Um, talking about how the team in America for Las Vegas has a bunch of stuff and they're getting they're getting all that ready. Europe is in the process of coming up with ideas. It's our third time doing this. Uh, we're on the verge of our limit break, <laughs> trying to come up with new ideas and stuff. Um, they're going to try things. They're going to try things they haven't done before this time. It's always a little bit nervous. Like, can we do this right? We have experience from the previous ones, and we'll put all of that into our next events. Why is it that in... I just thought of this. Why is it that every time we get we get the opportunity, we never ask why we why we are the um the first. Why we are the first infest every single time. We never ask that question. I'll ask because we feel good. Good. Someone needs to. I'd be like uh I'd be like uh, Yoshida, is there is, is there a reason why North America has been first all three times? I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe it's timing. Maybe it's it's they look they look at the time of when like you know because for us it happens in it's happening in November between Halloween, Thanksgiving, before Christmas. I remember one year the Japanese one I think it was on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah, it was. So it's like you know we couldn't do that for North America. So it's kind of obvious. I don't remember if Europe was happening like around some time that was important for North America. I don't think it did. I think the third one generally takes place when we're kind of open and free and the first one is first and second ones are kind of in a rough season but i don't i don't know i mean we get the we're the largest region also maybe they just want us to get it first maybe that's why maybe i mean which one we complain we complain about the shit that we don't get in that you know japan and europe like yeah but that's been the concert songs (laughs) to be that's been the concert songs of the past and the actual trailer (laughs) and like job and like we I always like to say North America actually does get the first job announcement because the shirt for we get at North America is usually pretty easy. We got Scarlet Witch and Batman. Like those were super like those might as well have been job reveals as far as I'm concerned. And then like 007 for the first one. No, like, 007 was what he did at the second one. It was second. Batman. <laughs> I because I remember because when the Batman shirt came on, Mel called me an idiot because I started thinking of like the ninja. Ninja had like a bat armor from PVP and it was the first thing that came to mind and she looked at me because she goes the dark knight idiot <laughs> and I was like oh yeah <laughs> she she was disappointed but she didn't even play anymore and she she was just, she was just like dark knight idiot damn oh, damn get shit on pretty much uh next we had uh, they asked about glamour restrictions this i actually am getting tired of this answer about like tanks looking like tanks and healers looking like healers and shit because my tank wears a bikini like (laughs) you've lost this image on me anyway like that's why we have the glamour restrictions you know everyone has their own taste you know maybe oh palette like the thing they're afraid of is a paladin showing up entirely in white mage armor and like fucking with people's heads and it's like you can't be worried about the few people who would do this think about all the people who just want more options yeah that's it. That's all it is. Like, I don't know. There's nothing else to add. I just, I don't, I don't agree with Yoshida's answer, and I haven't agreed with it. I get it, but it doesn't make any sense. I mean, in all fairness, some of that shit does look foolish. It, it does. It already does, though. Is the thing like people already look foolish compared to like that statement? 
like a tank wearing a bikini. Like I get that the that's not the, what they're talking about. They're talking about the idea of a tank looking like another job. Yeah. But Again. you don't but you just look like you got, you just look like you made a wrong turn on the way to fucking Malibu or something. Just like, "Ah, this isn't Malibu, that's Bahamut. What's going on here?" Where's the martinis? Or a chocobo tanking or something like that. Like it's all it's still weird. It's still weird. I just I think they could do away with glamour restrictions. That's it. It's my opinion. I think they should keep him, honestly. And what's your reason? I want to know your reason. I mean, first of all, like you said, the confusion. Secondly, it... there's a job icon next to that person's fucking like in PvP. Okay, maybe I get it. It's, it's a li- just going to get to some people. We're not going to pay attention to that shit. First of all, like we'll see. We'll see that you know. Do you need ACT triggers for that two sly? <laughs> <laughs> Really? You're going to go there? I'm going. You're going to go there? As as someone who has a raid leader who does call-outs, you can't say... I, I do the call-outs. But I do okay. them I do them like eight seconds in advance. I'm like, hey, this is coming up. Yours has to do it on the fly. I'm better than the machine. You're supposed to be. Good! You know how I feel, Sly. I know how you feel. I just, I don't know. I think get rid of him. I don't agree with you, Sly. It's just... What? Other than, you know... What would it add to add for you? Customization for gla- glamour is literally all about customizing the appearance of your We character. already have customization, but and we're we get even more. Bring it to the fullest. The contest. There's no restrictions. No restrictions. That's it. It's just if it's the true end game, then why you got why you got to bring it down? There's no real good reason for a restriction. Is the problem. I don't see a good enough reason to restrict it. I don't see a good enough reason not to restrict it. But do you have a good enough reason to restrict it? Calling that into question. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it's not about it being broken. It's about it being incomplete. Something can be working fine and you can make it better. Oil it up. And this makes it better how? Because the people who care about it can customize themselves to the maximum. And then they have, for them, it's more content. Maybe then they want to level another job to get that glam. Keeps them interested longer. Gives them more goals to aim for. Vanity. Okay, I like this statement. Vanity is the only lasting value in gear and weapons since there's and because we replace things with item level fairly frequently. The more limitations you remove, the more freedom people have with their vanity. Fair. Glamour is endgame. Don't ruin it. I'm just, I'm always of the opinion, if it doesn't affect me, just let them have it. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. 
I mean, I just see no reason to change anything. That's all I'm saying. Like, fine, fine, Sly. Fine, hey, bro, Sly. Then I'm gonna. Then I got a question for you. Okay. okay, is what Hermit's saying here true? Did you did ACT call something out during Miss Dragon? It did. I don't know what the fuck it called out. It probably called out the marker over your head. I didn't get the marker. Somebody else got it. And again, like in all fairness, I was rating before that, and you know, I was doing 09, and then I kind of left ACT on and shit. So, like, yeah, it just randomly called shit out. So, person who put that in ACT, I'm more disappointed at you in this case. <laughs> it it pro it's probably like a command that goes for like. A no, I know how those work. They literally have like all the text for like in every trigger for like everything they could possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. You didn't need to put that in there, okay? Anyone who needs it isn't using it, and anyone who is using it doesn't need it. Yeah. I ain't making no HCT for fucking Mist Dragon, all right? No. Or dungeons. Dungeon mechanics. Goodness gracious. Goodness. Okay. Those are both the interviews, by the way. Yeah. That's it. it. That was the end of the, the other one. <laughs> Stunzo. Yeah. That's it. It's, uh... It's, oh, boy. <laughs> and now we're at the end of the show. Yeah. We had some yeah. good discussions. We talked about fat people and ACT triggers. <laughs> That's gonna be the actual... That should be the new name of the show. Fat people, fat warriors of light. Fat ACT calls. So, Can we get fat ACT trigger voices? Oh, 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 next mechanic. Thank you so much. <laughs> like the, it could sound like the the guy from uh, from Men in Black, the first one, the guy who sugar water more. Um, Happy's just gonna go ahead and go um, do our patrons for for this week. Even Final Fantasy XI doesn't have glamour restrictions. I'm going with that. I'm just saying, man. I'm bringing the chat into this. Okay. Right. <laughs> Slice like I don't know what to do anymore. Like, this shit is completely derailed. I no, we're that. completely on topic right now. We're still talking about the, the interview stuff. We are, though. So, um... Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, audio listeners, for, for putting up with us. <laughs> Audio-only listeners, sometimes you guys don't get as good a show. I just want you to know you should watch on YouTube if you can. So, you want to go ahead and do the patrons? Yeah, please? I can do that. Slide, you want me to do that? Yes, please. Please the, thank you. The Warriors of Light, our, our patrons of light, patrons and our, of light, and our and our other patrons and stuff like that. You you, you want me to do that? Slide? I can do that for you. Let me get let me get that list real quick. I got I got you know what? I got it right here. I got it right here, Sly. So now that we've gotten through those interviews with as many discussion topics as we possibly could over the length of a show, uh, we would like to thank our sponsors for putting up with that bullshit. 
Is this is this is this adequate for you, Sly? This is this is adequate. Okay, there you go. Uh, we would like to thank our sponsors over on Patreon for supporting us through hashtag demonetized. Uh, among those, we have several different tiers of people supporting. Uh, we of course have our patrons of light to start. We have, and by the way, you made me do my outro out of order. I'm letting you know this is your fault now. Uh, we are going to be uh, first thanking our patrons of light, plural, as we revealed last week. We have Kuja Cross on the Genova server, and uh, they always provide. Now, Sly, I'm going to warn you right now. I need you to relax for this for this image, okay? I need you to relax before before I swap over to it. Can you relax? Are you relaxed? I am relaxed. Okay. So now that he says he's relaxed, I think you might be able to figure out exactly what this picture is. Are you still, are you relaxed, Sly? Give me a second. Are you relaxed? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Chat figured it out real quick. Hold on, hold on. Loading. Loading. Hold on. No, Sly's Sly, Sly's not there yet. Sly Sly's not there yet. So you want to know this is actually somebody asked if that was going to be what the picture was. So they made this because somebody else commented on it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> It's infected us too. Why? <laughs> this shit needs to stop. If you don't get What's it in your y'all, <laughs> sly. What's it, up with y'all? It would have never happened if somebody hadn't said. Look, it even there's even a screenshot of the image who that is to blame for why this exists. Just, just, I like that there's, there's someone to blame for this at the bottom. There you go. <laughs> and now chat's like, so if I comment on another one. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Kuja Cross, for, for that. Because Sly's reaction was worth every second. As was the chats as they slowly realized what was happening or what had happened on the screen. And Sly, Sly's, <laughs> that, that little, the little shake and shake in my head. Right there. This needs, this needs to fucking die. I, I swear. I agree. Uh, but that's not our only patron of light. We also have our new patron of light, uh, second one added to the list, Kurenai Oni, who has, uh, you know, I think Sly can vouch, has, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you can say. Yeah. yeah. Just, that's, yeah. If you're on YouTube, it doesn't make any sense to you. If you're on Twitch, it makes no. perfect sense to you right now. So, uh, yeah, thank you to our patrons of light, and thank you for the image, uh, Kuja, for ruining, ruining Sly's day. Because it, 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 it was as exciting as it was, you know, I don't know, funny. That's the other word. There you go. Uh, we also have all of our other sponsors. We have our standard sponsors. Carol, Ray, Senshi, Shadowlink on Tonberry, Dom, Asuka Wake from Genova, Lamillion Ella of Midgard Sormer, Sarah and the Fennel Family, John Oyatsu, Kefkin the Great Eagles on Exodus, Dark Graver, Kadeoshi from Kujata, Skizaboni from Ragnarok, Ross Evan from Exodus, Roundlander West Austin Purple Warrior, Radric Red Steel on Exodus, Lexi Valentine, Mentor and the Revivus FC from Zodiac, Summer Cream and Tribes from Genova, Renault Chikara, Goichi Valfar of Siren, Hirschfirst of Fairy Phoenix Down FC on Goblin, and Saren from Zodiac. 
We also have our premium sponsors. We have Alchemy, Jonathan, Shinka, Casual Heroes FC on Midgard's Armor, Tatachitaka on Hyperion, Kano Izuki of the Genova server, Yu, Starla on Coral, Sathal, Sarah Frost from Behemoth, Diablo, Holy Tabasco, Red Thorn, Asara, Askin Hawk from Shiva, Kras015, Mustang, Serenity FC on Ultras, Cat Kazuma, Serial Kira on Cactor, Ingus Peregrine from Excalibur, Lesher of Fanfront, Not Quarters from Excalibur, Krovos Moonscar, Private Mikey, Spike, Nani Kiriosami, Rudy Rudiger, Tin Colossus, Killer Hacker, and Roll Jr., and Kiltastic Jones. Thank you to all of our patrons and sorry. <laughs> sorry. What are you apologizing to them for? For what? For the for this fat episode? Or for Bowsette? Which one are you apologizing for? Yes. <laughs> now, Sly, because you asked me to do the patron list, I did this out of order. Don't forget, people. Uh, I think there's going to be uh, I think the giveaway from last month's actually going to be ending soon. For the Steel Series one, I have to go double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be ending very soon, and we'll be having the next month's giveaway starting up. But uh, under every episode, always check the description. There's a giveaway for some free Steel Series swag. They sponsor the channel, they sponsor the show, and as such, uh, you can win free shit for Steel Series, and it's free, so there's no reason you shouldn't enter. Just read what it says about entering, and you should be good to go. So go to the YouTube uh, description of the video and go enter that. And I feel like I'm missing something, Sly. Oh, that's right. With 30 days left until FanFest, we have to remind everyone we'll be going to the Limit Break Radio Party. Yes, we will. It's uh, as been made official now. Uh, two, of the, two of the hosts will be leaving the show after, uh, after FanFest to pursue uh, greener pastures. I don't know what the right word is. Their other show, Checkpoint Radio, is doing really well. So they're focusing more on that. Yes. That's what, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, let me see if I can find the exact post that has it. Let's see. Non-alcoholic VIP. <laughs> now you're in the wrong place if that's what you're looking for. Um, let's see. Oh, well, here I found the actual episode for it, which was on October 9th. I wanted to see, Oh, there you go. Hosts of Nero, Kahlo, and Escalia leaving Limit Break Radio. Yeah. Okay. That's That'll do. That's from Gamer Escape, so... Can always uh, link that. Yeah, they're they're going to be leaving. Checkpoint Radio has been doing well, and so uh, they're going to be they're going to be focusing their energy uh, on that. So they're going to be leaving it to Nika and uh, Juxta. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 hard. It's they've been around for a long time. They've been around since Final Fantasy eleven times. Yeah. Yes, it's oh six actually. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's going to be Absolutely. a hell of a thing. Imagining a show without a Nero losing his fucking mind all the time. But you get to, although if you listen to get it on camera at least one more time before he, you know, I mean, I'm sure we can always get that. But, you know, now now maybe people will get to know Nate because Nate's Nate's a wonderful gentleman. Nero's the one that rages like a lunatic and he fucking knows he's doing it. I I call him on it all the time, but he knows he knows what he's fucking doing. Yeah. Yeah. I just ask for the Nero answer. You will get an Nero answer. Yeah, there you go. You got you got Nero and Nate. It's like two sides of the same coin. I'm just I'm just I, I still wish I'd I'd been better at stuff. Here's the problem. They asked me to talk shit about a Nero when I knew two I knew Nate. So when I tried to do it, I was like, I can't. I know Nate. I can't I can't say bad things because I know Nate. <laughs> and see, I actually like a Nero, so I can't talk shit about a Nero. <laughs> like so yeah, we were the the worst ones to ask for anything. Oh, no. Yeah, this is so fucking sad. Oh, it's okay. We'll be at the party and we'll have a drink. It'll be good times. 
Yeah. So we'll be there, and uh, if you wanna if you wanna attend as well, I don't know if they still have attendance open for that the application, the thing. For Let's see if what? I can find it for the party. They should. I don't see it pinned on. It was pinned before. Uh, I can just ask. Yeah, you can. You can do that. VIP is still open. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to find the link. Because I remember when I first tried using the link that they had. Oh, you know what? That might be why it's unpinned. Because I remember I was having major issues with uh, with the pinned link. It kept giving me like a, a thing saying, like, oh, the, cert the certificate is not valid or something like that. So uh, I think I have it right here. No. Uh, let's see. No, that's not it. Yeah, because I think I have one. I think I have an email from Cookie that I can share in the chat. Or not an email, but uh, the link from the email that I think is like the updated one. I'm looking for it right now. I don't know if I have it handy. I have it till the 31st to RSVP. I mean, for some people, the original link worked. Is this the one? Is I think this. I think this might be the one. No, that's not the one. That's a different email. All right. Somebody's got to have the email in the chat. Or not the email. I keep saying the email. The link. The link. Someone's got to have the link in the chat somewhere. It's a fucking after party. At the, and by the way, it's at the eSports Arena. I've been to the eSports Arena in... Uh, what's it called? It's like an hour south of me. Not Anaheim. Um, God damn it. I can't remember where. It's like an hour south of me. And it's it's an it's a amazing venue. I've been there multiple times. I was there for the Dissidia NT tournament. Earlier this year, I was there for the Blade and Soul launch. And so I can't wait to see the eSports Arena in Las Vegas. And there will be a, we didn't mention, uh, there will be a um, Street Fighter tournament that Aya is hosting, you know, or as Dancing Fighter. Um, she'll be hosting, and she's trying to, you know, get the, you know, I guess the tournament, um, well, the PC's down there. Hey, Santa um, found it. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, she's trying to get that organized. So if you are interested in, um, you know, joining, uh, signing up for the tournament, you should follow her on Twitter. She'll have more information as we get closer. So if you are in the FGC and you want to get in on it, go ahead. More the merrier. I'm free in fighting games. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> I'm free as fuck. I am what the FGC would refer to as free. Free. There you go. All right. So, uh, yeah, okay. So I think that I think that now covers everything. So, Sly, you can finally say goodbye to people, I think, for the day. Again, I, I, again, I would like to say I'm sorry to everyone watching. Um, um, next week will definitely be a show. I don't know, Sly. There might be even less to talk about next week. This, this might come back around. Oh, God. It will be a show, possibly a shit show. But hi, I'm Sly. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Twitter at Sly the Fox. Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07. YouTube.com slash the Velvet Room. Um, yeah, like a lot of stuff coming up. Fan Fest in 30 days. TwitchCon next week. Um, I will be there. Mike will be there. Uh, yeah, just a lot of stuff coming up, and again, too many goddamn games. And again, I'm sorry, Mike. Just, just to be clear, he's just sorry that he feels that way about the glamour restrictions. Anyway, 
Uh, you can find me, Mr. Happy, 1227, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, uh, all those things. We've been playing a lot of Maple Story 2 lately because uh, it just launched and I've been doing tons of grinding in that. Lots of, lots of fire dragons. A great, great many, many fire dragons have been slain in the recent weeks. And I intend to do things that are not fire dragons the times that are coming. But I still do need lots of fire dragons. So it's a 50-50. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've got that going on. Uh, a few things coming up in the future. We have World of Final Fantasy Maxima. Uh, Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption comes out Friday. Looking to play that Dark Souls-style uh, game where it's, you know, bosses, you know, high-intensity bosses. Although it has the unique aspect of you start fully powered and you have to sacrifice different uh, vices, I suppose, in order to actually attack the bosses so you can like lose health or lose access to certain items blah 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 and then by the end of it all you've lost everything you've shed yourself of all your vices and then you have one final boss at the end there and uh, you can choose to respawn bosses take your vices back respawn bosses to then go take on a boss with like another advantage and i'm really looking forward to center i've been waiting for it for a long time so that's mm -hmm. another thing that's soon on my radar and if you're a fan of dark souls bosses look forward to that too and indivisible but i don't know when the fuck that's coming so i want to play it's by the skull girls people I want to play that now. Hmm. But uh, that's going to be a wrap for us this week. Uh, we'll see you next week with whatever the hell we figure out. Because uh, now we're in, we're in one of those things now. Figure something out. I hope. <laughs> I hope Slide, so, too. If you have any ideas, feel free to send them. <laughs> I will be looking around. Okay, dokie. All right. Well, with that, everyone, we're going to go on into a short post-show before I have to go raid. So I will see all of you fine ladies and gentlemen tomorrow, and Sly will see you... I don't know. He's not raiding after... You're not uh, streaming after this, are you? Nope. Anime night. Anime night. He'll he'll anime with you. So uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. And until then, you have a good one, okay? Bye -bye. See you next week. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go use the restroom real quick before we... Yeah.